Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Lots to get to. Want to bring in Danny G. First of all, how was Disneyland? It was good. Was it incredible? It was uh, a lot of fun. It was hard to get to. I Anaheim. saw you whining about how long the drive was. No, I wasn't whining. I was just pointing out that Jason Martin knows absolutely nothing about Los Angeles traffic. You seem to get <laughs> stuck in the worst parts of Los Angeles traffic. We I'm- all get stuck in the worst parts of LA traffic. There is no other route to Disneyland except the five freeway. Uh, all right, so you went to Disneyland. I hope that was the most uh, what the the happiest place on earth. Wasn't the happiest place on earth the black hole? My Titans are actually a good football team. Yeah, thank is God that, they that, didn't listen to you in October when you asked for the GM and the coaching staff to be yeah, fired. I was ready for the GM and the coaching staff to be fired because, frankly, <laughs> I didn't think that Ryan Tannehill was going to turn into the greatest quarterback in the history of football. He's having an unreal season, and you guys have already fixed your Mariota nightmare, whereas the Raiders are in the middle of deciding what to do with Carr. I mean, the more I watch Ryan Tannehill, the more I'm like, how bad are the Miami Dolphins? I mean... Tannehill, I understand. But he didn't look like that with the Dolphins. Though. I know. There were flashes. A, a, he had flashes of, that. of them. They had years to figure out if he was their guy. And the Titans, I know it's only seven games, but since he took over, yeah, I mean, I mean, and this is crazy. It's going to sound crazy for me to say this, but since Ryan Tannehill took over for the Titans, he and Lamar Jackson are the two best quarterbacks in the NFL in terms of what they've done. The Ravens have obviously won, what have they won, nine games in a row? The Ravens have won nine in a row. I don't think anybody can question that they are the best team in football right now. But since Ryan Tannehill took over, the Titans are 6-1, and one, and he is, according to, to the quarterback ranking, uh, he is the best quarterback in the NFL in the seven games he's played. And he threw for almost 400 yards. I mean, he had the one bad interception that was a tough break. You know, the batted ball at the line of scrimmage that got picked off. Um, and he made a hell of a tackle from that. But you are a Raider fan. I mean, is it fair to say, like having watched the Titans, that 
they're for real. I mean, now we'll see against the Texans if they can win at home to make it whatever it is, uh, to make it seven and one in their last eight. But if they do, they're in great space to be uh, hosting a home playoff game. And it appears to me that the Texans are a little bit wobbly. I know they got the win over the Patriots just a couple of weeks ago or last week, uh, but they got whipped by the Ravens and they got whipped by the Broncos on either side of that game. And the way the Titan offense is playing, I don't know that the uh, the Texans are going to have any answers. And we already knew the defense was decent. So that's a team worth paying attention to, I think. Yeah. And I've been team Henry for a couple of seasons now and always start him on my fantasy football teams and root for him. We know how good he is, but Titan fans can't even say that they knew Tannehill was going to play like this. I mean, a few weeks ago, you asked all of us on the show who we had, the Titans, the Colts, Raiders, or Steelers, back when all those teams were tied to get that last uh, playoff spot in the AFC. We all, except for Dub, we all took the Colts. Yeah. Even you. Yeah. And so none of us knew Tannehill was going to finish the season this strongly. And so the question is now, are you going to franchise tag him now? Well, I think they'll probably try to sign him to an extension. But yeah, the, the franchise tag is certainly an option. I mean, if you want to confirm for yourself that this isn't flash in the pan, somebody gets wildly hot. And I keep saying, go ahead and finish out the season. So we'll go ahead, obviously, and finish out the season. But if the, the Titans, one reason I picked the Colts down the stretch with all those teams in playoff contention was because the Titans' schedule was so tough. Uh, and it still is. I mean, you got the Texans, then the Saints come to town, and then you finish on the road against the Texans. So you've got three really tough games still to come uh, against two really good teams. And two of those three games are obviously in the division against the team that you're tied for the division lead for. So the odds are that it would come down to the final week of the season in Houston for who is going to win this division. Uh, But the Titans could take a big step if they could win this game against the Texans uh, on Sunday because the the Texans have to go on the road against suddenly a decent Tampa Bay Buccaneer team uh, who beat the Colts and found a way to get a win there. Um, so that would be not an easy win for the Texans either. In fact, the Texans might be around to pick them, I would think, uh, in that game against uh, the uh, uh, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So uh, that was uh, that was an interesting game with you obviously being a Raider fan and me being a Titan yeah. fan. Yeah, and I told you last Monday on the air about how bad the Raiders' backups were on defense. Their defense getting chopped up like that did not surprise me. What surprised me was the second-half adjustments that the Titans' defense were able to make on DeAndre Washington and just stopping Carr completely. He looked decent in the first half, and then out of halftime, Carr looked lost. Fourth and one, throwing the ball away when you're on the one-yard line. what was that? That's why Raider fans are so frustrated with Derek Carr this season because he has moments and drives where he looks like one of the best quarterbacks, but that's when the wide receivers get some separation and they're open. When the receivers are covered or he hears feet around him, he gets happy feet, he plays scared, either throws the ball away on an important down or he'll just fall down and take a sack. That O-line is good enough to where 
he needs to have more confidence and stand tall in the pocket. But well, it's it's also just a lack of awareness for a guy who's played in the NFL for a long time on fourth down. Yes, you have yeah. to throw it in the end zone. Well, he, that's the thing. He makes chance. And just like how he fumbled the ball out of bounds again in the end zone this season, which also happened last season, it's rookie mistakes made by a veteran quarterback. And that's why Raider fans are so frustrated. It would be like if you were still stuck with Mariota making rookie mistakes, you had a backup to go to. The Raiders had Deshaun Kaiser standing there on the sideline. You are ahead of where the Raiders need to be. They need more depth, obviously, because with all these injuries they've been battling, they don't have guys to step up in place and and actually uh, you know get off the field on third down. You see how bad the Raiders' defense is on third down. They could not get off the field to save their lives. And then as far as what's going to happen with Carr, man, he looks lost without Josh Jacobs, which, by the way, I, I woke up to two big tweets on Sunday morning. One, the Chiefs with their gear lost. Yeah, that was crazy <laughs> that story. Was, that, yeah. I'm sure you'll get to that later in the show. And the other one was Josh Jacobs, even though he took a shot in that shoulder, he still wasn't. He's been playing with a fracture in his shoulder for seven weeks. Yeah, and still over a thousand yards with those seven touchdowns. That is amazing. Imagine if he had been healthy all the way. And he's. I don't know if you saw that. You probably did during the game where they showed the footage prior to the game where Mayock. He was pleading his case with Mike Mayock to to play, and the trainers and Mayock told him, "You're not going. You're not going to get on the field today." And he was in tears. The Raiders need more players like that. Well, Derrick Henry also is going to be an intriguing question. I know a lot of people are in their fantasy playoff uh, you know, push here. It started this weekend for, for many people. Uh, his hamstring, how is it going to hold up? I mean, he went for 100 yards and two touchdowns. but Yeah, he was running were, on one hamstring yesterday. Yeah, that was, was amazing. One, there was one play where I think he might have scored uh, late in that game, and he basically just he never hit next gear. Uh, because Henry is one of the fastest players in the NFL in the open field, and he broke through – and then he never like it was like he just never put it into the high gear. And after that play, you could saw him come out and uh, and 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 get talked to on the sideline by Mike Vrabel. And Vrabel didn't put him back in the rest of the way. Uh, so how much of an issue is that hamstring going to be? Um, it could be some uh, substantial. I mean, I think Derrick Henry's close to winning the NFL rushing title, uh, but with two division games to go against a team you're you're tied up against, along with the uh, the the uh, the Saints coming to town. I, I question how much the Titans are going to be able to get out of him and also whether at some point that hamstring is just going to pop and then you're really screwed because he's done for. Uh, all right, Dub, um, what did you notice the most from the college football conference title game weekend as well as uh, the NFL? Well, I'll start with college, and LSU was just absolutely yeah. dominant. And, yeah. I mean, it was an Joe Burrow was fashion. incredible to watch in person. That was the second time I've seen Joe Burrow play in person this year. I saw him play in that phenomenal game that he had against Alabama on the road in Tuscaloosa, and then I saw him in Atlanta in the title game. And his ability to move in the pocket and his athleticism, it doesn't get enough attention, I think, because of all the yards that he's thrown for. But this is a guy, much like, remember when Andrew Luck went to the Combine and he ran like a 4-5 and everybody was like, holy cow, like Andrew Luck is a big-time athlete in addition to being a great quarterback. I'm not saying that Joe Burrow's going to run a 4-5, but I think he's going to be a 4-6, 4-7 guy. And I think a lot of people are going to have their eyes opened as to how athletic he is because um, he's obviously got the ability to make every throw. 
But man, he moves in the pocket well, and if you give him a little bit of a, a, a just a little bit of a, a, a hole, I mean, he can take off even if you're covering his receivers downfield. So he's he's going to be the number one overall pick. I don't see how the Bengals pass on him. Yeah, that was going to be my next point. I don't see how he doesn't go number one, and you're exactly right. His ability to avoid sacks is unbelievable, and it gives his receivers that much more time to get open, and we all know what he does when he has open guys. He hits them for big plays, and there was a number of those types of plays in the uh, in the SEC title game. But the NFL, <clears throat> I was watching the Chiefs-Patriots game, and that one sh- should have been touchdown for the Patriots. Yeah. I thought that was very, very the strange. NFL, this has happened. Like I don't understand the desire of NFL officials to blow their whistle. If the ball comes out, you should not. Now, there's been some plays where this there's been a the, the benefit has happened, right? The NFL officials have not blown their whistle. But you should never blow your whistle. I, I've refed one game in my life. Years, like probably five or six years ago, I got to go down. They had this thing where they had media call the Alabama spring game. And so I was on the field as one of the officials for the Alabama spring game. And we got one day's training, and then we got to legitimately be out there on the field calling uh, calling you know the penalties. And the one thing they told us was, don't blow your whistle. They were like, you can have almost everything can be fixed with instant replay now and everything else associated with the game. All you need to do is not blow your whistle because as soon as you blow your whistle, the play stops. We can fix almost anything as long as you don't blow your whistle. If they can tell us that in one day of training, how can the NFL, the highest paid, supposedly best officials in the entire world, when it comes to football, not avoid blowing their whistle in situations like that as well. And by the way, this is this this weekend it happened to be the Patriots, but just off the top of my head, I can think about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, having the whistle blown on what should have been a scoop and score that they had against the Titans and the Saints in what should have been a scoop and score by Cam Jordan uh, in their game against the Rams. That's three right off the top of my head that I can think of where – if the official doesn't blow the whistle, that's three defensive touchdowns that would have stood that ended up not happening. Yeah, it's it's becoming a problem this year for for sure. And also the throw to Harry where he didn't step out of bounds and they called him out of bounds. That should have been a touchdown as well. Yeah. They only got a field goal there. So, you know, when you think about it, that's at least 10 points left on the board for the Patriots in that game. And I know the Patriots, it seems like they always get the benefit of the doubt with the referees, especially in Gillette yeah, I'm Stadium. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not crying for the Patriots uh, when you look at their history of beneficial calls. Yeah, neither am I. But then another thing, Eddie's, Eddie's Steelers. I mean, this is incredible what Mike Tomlin has done this year with essentially their fourth-string quarterback with Duck, yeah. who I love. I, I just can't get enough of him. He doesn't do anything spectacular. Devlin but Hodges, was, you say fourth-string quarterback because they traded away Josh Dobbs. So, I mean, this guy would have legitimately been the fourth-string quarterback coming into this season. Yeah, and you think back to when they made that trade earlier on in the season. They were 1-4. and four. Yep. Everyone had written them off. It was Including probably, me. I said thought, it was a ridiculous trade. Yeah, I, that's exactly what I thought. And Mike Tomlin still will never ha- is not going to have a losing season again this year after everything the Steelers have gone through with the one and four start. They've won eight games, and they got a good shot to make the playoffs as well. He's coach of the year. I mean, I, I, I know how good uh, that John Harbaugh has been, and certainly you could look at Kyle Shanahan. There are a lot of coaches in the NFL that you can point to this year and say, "Man, I didn't see this coming." But I think that if you don't vote Mike Tomlin Coach of the Year, 
you have no you haven't been watching football. I, I know the Steelers are eight and five, and that other teams have a lot better record. But as you just said, to have Devlin Hodges, a guy that nobody knew, as your legitimate fourth string quarterback in training camp, uh, and as the season began. And now you're riding him. Now the final three weeks of the season, the Steelers have got a lot of uh, a lot of tough games on the horizon. But that was a, a monster win. How about how Steeler fans travel, including our own Eddie Garcia, who is actually not here because he was at that game. This is Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trips 
tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Cleaning this up, by the way, we're talking about quarterbacks who've left and ended up winning a uh, Super Bowl or just performing at a high level like we're seeing Ryan Tannehill do. Um, I'm asking for a first-round quarterback who has left and ended up being really good somewhere else. It's very rare. I said Rich Gannon. Uh, I meant Brad Johnson. Rich Gannon and Brad Johnson. Rich Gannon was the quarterback for the Raiders playing against Brad Johnson. At least a lot of you are saying that. A lot of names rolling around, but uh, but both those guys were in the Super Bowl against each other. Brad Johnson won, but they're the quintessential journeyman quarterback, right? It's not as if those guys were first round picks and then went somewhere else and were really good. Um, and so I, I'm saying what could be happening, what we're seeing happen with Ryan Tannehill being let go effectively by the Dolphins and having such incredible success as a starting quarterback with the Titans is incredibly rare in the NFL. You can point to Drew Brees, you can point to Peyton Manning, but they had major injury issues. It's incredibly rare that somebody lets a quarterback walk who then has this level of success somewhere else, particularly if you invest a first-round pick in them. And uh, there's hardly anybody out there that you can even point to as a precedent I know it's early with uh, so far with Ryan Tannehill. He's six and one, but in the last seven games, that's almost half of an NFL season. In the last seven games, he's been the best quarterback in the NFL based on quarterback rating, and obviously uh, his performance has been off the charts. So that is a uh, that's an intriguing question out there. If he can keep it up for the next three weeks, there's not even really an easy precedent to point to for what we've seen with Tannehill taking over for Mariota after being let go. He was a first-round quarterback in the Dolphins who've been perpetually trying to replace Dan Marino. It's got to be salt in the wounds for Dolphin fans if Tannehill continues to perform like this. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Another stat for you. This is courtesy of Jim Wyatt. Um... Ryan Tannehill joined Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson, who did it for five games in 2015 as the only players with four consecutive games 
with at least two passing touchdowns and a passer rating of 125 or higher in NFL history. In other words, the streak that Ryan Tannehill is on right now is a hot streak that has only happened once before in the history of the NFL. And again, since he started playing for the Titans, he is the highest rated passer in the NFL. Lots of suggestions, interesting ones rolling in on Twitter. Steve Young, uh, but I don't, was he a first round pick? And he came out of the USFL, if I remember correctly. So that's not a great analogy. Brett Favre, but Favre was, I believe, an early second round pick and he never started with the Falcons. They traded him away and certainly ended up being really good. So that is one, if you're a Falcons fan, uh, that's tough to stomach. And I'm this is before my time, but some of the old hats out there are saying Jim Plunkett. This is way before my time. Yeah, anytime uh, we bring up Jim Plunkett, you have a cow. But in 1971, he was picked number one overall by the Patriots. Yep. He stunk it up with them. He went to the Niners in 76 and had a really bad season there. And then the Raiders picked him up in 78. And he went on to win two Super Bowls and so, have a Super Bowl MVP trophy. Yeah, that's obviously uh, a lot more successful than anything Tannehill has done so far. But maybe that's the best analogy for early sort of season success that we have seen from Tannehill in nearly a half season so far. I mean, he's going to get a uh, a major contract. And 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 the another one would be, but he wasn't as high of a, a pick, Nick Foles. But Nick Foles kind of came in and uh, and and took charge of things with the uh, with the Eagles, but he's been a bust so far with the uh, with the Jags. So I I don't really think maybe Jim Plunkett is the best potential analogy for this situation, and that's all the way back uh, before I would imagine most of the people listening to this program have any recollection of, because uh, you'd have to be fifty or older at all to uh, to remember that Jim Plunkett story. So maybe that's the one. Maybe that's the analogy that makes the most sense. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Did you feel sorry for the Patriots getting screwed potentially by a couple of calls? I'm going to be honest with you. I want the officials to get calls right. I didn't feel the least bit bad for Patriot fans. They have been the beneficiaries of so many borderline questionable calls over their uh, 15 to 20 year rise of dominance that I didn't feel the least bit bad for them. And I'm not a Chiefs fan, but I, I, I look, the referees shouldn't blow the whistle. But if somebody had to get screwed in that game, I'm much better and happier that it was the Patriots than that it was the Chiefs. So I didn't feel the least bit bad for them. Danny G, did you feel bad for the Patriots? No, not yeah. at all. And there would have to be, what, maybe 100 more bad calls? To even out things? <laughs> yes. Yes. What about you, Dub? Yeah, no sympathy here. Like you said, and Danny G agrees, every single one of these calls, every single time, especially when they're playing at home, it always seems to go against their opponent and not against them. So it was about time. And yeah, Danny G, you're right. 100 more times, and maybe I'll think about it. Yeah, what about you, Brian Finley, sitting in for Eddie Garcia? Yeah, this is a long time coming. I think they deserve this. And like you guys said, at least 100 more, and then I'll be okay with it being even. Uh, and what about you, Roberto? Is it unanimous? Of course. And no. <laughs> the NFL needs to make up a rule, and like the tug rule, and then I'm, maybe I'll feel bad for the uh, All right, so as we finish off hour two here, potentially major, major uh, issues for the show going forward. So I did. Uh, have I talked about the fact that I'm in a super high-end fantasy football league? 
I don't think I've talked about it very no, much on no, this show. No, you haven't. And by super high end, I don't mean that everybody's really talented. I just mean that there's a lot of money involved. So uh, I am in a 12-person league with a $5,000 buy-in. So there is a $60,000 prize pool in Damn. the fantasy football league that I'm in. Uh, and I am going up. Cousin Sal is in it. Uh, Todd Furman is in it. Um, and uh, I am going up against Cousin Sal tonight now uh, for five. So we're in the playoffs. And there are whatever the math is. There were 12 of us in the league. Six of us are in the playoffs. One of us is going to win $30,000. And so I, if I win tonight... Have I win five thousand dollars? All right. Um, so, cousin Sal has got the uh, Philadelphia Eagle defense, and I'm done. So I have a like a twenty six point lead, twenty seven point lead. The projector, you know, at the top of the screen where it projects what percentage you have to win, says I have a ninety percent chance of winning. If I win, then I advance to play Todd Furman in a game that will be worth fifteen thousand dollars. And then if I won that one, I'd be playing for $30,000, which would help to erase the $30,000 that I lost betting on the Saints last year. Why, you might be asking, is this big? I'm thinking about pegging this to Christmas bonus season for the show. Ooh. Oh, how much man. more interest now do you guys suddenly have in how the Eagle defense plays against the Giants? This, this is like when you gambled our bonus away last well, Christmas on the Saints. I lost $30,000 last year on the Saints. Yeah. I was going to give you guys a substantial bonus. But now, if, if, if I advance, it could be a very good bonus season for the show. So $5,000, I'm in the money. I hope that I, Eagles defense gets torched. Oh, I'm terrified that Eli's going to throw like six picks. <laughs> yeah, that's the and, only thing that worries you know, me is that Eli's a quarterback. I, I want oh, Eli, man. honestly, to like take a knee on every play. Um, so I've got 5000 and then next week would be even more, and then the week after that if I keep winning. So $5,000 on the line based entirely on how the Eagle defense does tonight uh, between me and Cousin Sal. And then fifteen grand based on our two teams between Furman and I and then if I won, potentially a thirty grand matchup in two weeks' time, uh, which is, I mean, I don't know. It's got to be in, what, the 99.9 percentile for dollars at stake in fantasy football? Oh, big time. I have anxiety in my league, and $500 is yeah. up for grabs. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm obsessively, I was checking, obviously, in the playoffs, constantly hitting refresh throughout, and, uh, and Sal's all worked up and talking trash and, I've got all the court like I I left Jimmy G on my bench. Um, now fortunately I had Philip Rivers playing and Philip Rivers went off because like I knew he would. Because by the way we haven't even mentioned yeah it. they put Tyrod Taylor in where you like no I need more points. Yeah it was but the Jags <laughs> have quit on a level that few teams have quit in recent NFL history. Uh, they are just so bad right now. A dumpster fire of epic proportions in Jacksonville. There was nobody there watching that game. And I don't blame Jags fans. Like, why would you show up and watch that game if you didn't, uh, if you didn't have to? Uh, that would be, I mean, it's just uh, utterly un, uh, unwatchable. So, I, anyway, so when you're watching tonight, uh, in particular, Danny G, Dub, <laughs> Roberto, and Eddie, who isn't even here and probably won't even know, there is a lot of money on the line giants, potentially for you guys. Giants, giants. Yeah, you you guys need the Giants. You guys need the Giants, or it's going to be Santa's not coming for Christmas. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Yeah. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trips of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. 
Choose from the full line of Firestone tires, shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Firestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack. TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Let's go ahead and bring in Joel Klatt at Joel Klatt on Twitter. Joel, appreciate you joining us here. Uh, did the committee get it right? Um, I don't think that they had a bad choice, to be honest with you. I, I thought that regardless of the direction that they went at number one, and by the way, I think it's so much better and easier to be talking about number one versus debating the actual fourth team, yeah. you know, like we we generally are every year. But as it relates to the first um, seed in this, I guess, playoff is how you would put it, I don't think they had a bad choice, dude. I really don't. Um, I get it why they put LSU at number one. I thought Ohio State earned that spot, but, I'm, I mean, I'm certainly not upset about it. I thought LSU was dominant on Saturday over what I think is a, a vastly overrated Georgia team. Um, but yeah, th- this is what we got. And now the playoff sets up so well for LSU. How, I mean, can it set up any more perfect than this? You get a very weak as playoff standards are concerned opponent in Oklahoma, and you've got the potential national championship game in New Orleans. I mean, if it's going to be tough to beat them, it'll be very tough to beat them. All right, so let me ask you this. So you saw Ohio State. They were, to be fair, awful to not good in the first half against Wisconsin. They were yeah. great. Let's say Ohio State is sitting at 10-0 and 0, uh, when Penn State comes to town. They come out, and they are great in that first half against Penn State. But they were not very good in the second half against Penn State. Uh, almost ended up allowing that to become a legitimate game. I mean, I think... Penn State scored 17 unanswered, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. to go from 21-0 yeah, down uh, and made it a game uh, late in that one. Uh, I didn't think that Ohio State was very good, particularly on the defensive side, in the first half against Michigan, and they certainly were not very good in the first half against, uh, against Wisconsin. Is it possible, if you look at the last six halves, is it fair to say Ohio State has not played three good halves in those six and – Meanwhile, it seems like LSU against A&M and against Georgia is accelerating into the turn, as is Clemson. Is it possible that Ohio State has peaked and begun a decline while maybe LSU and Clemson are still accelerating into the turn? I think it's fair to say that. I, I also think that the narrative changes a little bit. If, let's just put it this way. If Ohio State was in the SEC and they had just faced three straight on consecutive weeks, top 10 AP opponents, you in particular, oh, God, I can't even imagine how obnoxious you would be, would be talking about this stretch of games and how difficult it was and how it's incredible that this team was even able to accomplish it and why would we ask them to be dominant when all we really need them to do is win in this stretch of games. We haven't seen somebody beat three straight AP top ten teams in consecutive weeks since 1983 when Bo Jackson's Auburn team did it. I can't imagine how obnoxious you well, would let me, be. Let me just and say yet, this. When the shoe is on the other foot, stop. And when the shoe is on the other foot, you start talking about how the other teams are accelerating into the turn when they're playing some ridiculously overrated end-of-the-year schedule. 
uh, that's all I would say is that th- this is what drives people nuts. This narrative, like you're pushing right now, that Ohio State is somehow weaker than what they should be rated as just because they, quote-unquote, aren't playing great. Those are three straight AP top ten teams, and they beat them all by double digits. I would One push of them back. State, they turned it over three times and still beat them by double digits. I would push back if against the SEC idea. If any SEC team did that, if any SEC team did that, you would be on your knees. Well, the difference is the SEC is the best conference in America by far and has been for 15 years. So, oh, that's interesting because when did LSU play three consecutive weeks against AP top 10 teams this year? I failed to see that that three weeks. I stretch. buy into that's the idea play. that that's Oregon, play. who got beaten by Auburn, that I LSU. Would the subject as well. No, no, no. I'm saying you. I don't buy into the idea that Penn State is a top 10 team. I don't buy into the idea that Wisconsin is a top 10 team, and I don't buy into the idea that Michigan is a top 10 team. In fact, none of those three teams are in the top 10 if you uh, look at the AP poll. They got beat by Ohio State by double digits. No, but all three of those teams were left out of the top 10 by the AP, whereas Georgia, Alabama, Auburn, and Florida, all four of which were beaten by LSU, are currently in the top 10. So I think LSU played a tougher schedule. Uh, I I don't believe that that's the case. Um, Obviously, you were so mad. You you were so mad at the committee then. When you you are lying to the entire nation right now, Joel Clatt. When you say the committee didn't have, you were steaming mad when you when you. I bet you threw something when you saw that LSU got the number one seed. Where were you? Not at all. Were were you in public? I'm in. I'm in New York. Were you in public public when? I'm not upset with it. And here's the thing is because people want to make this out like I don't think LSU is very good. LSU is phenomenal. Clay, LSU is a phenomenal football team. And they're playing better right now than they have, I think, all season long. So, yes, to to a certain extent, you are exactly correct about accelerating into the turn. You just always take it a step further as if Ohio State is not also a great team. I'm not saying they're not good. I'm just saying in the last six halves – there are three of those halves that they have played where they have not looked very good. Well, I mean, and I would point to the 400 yards rushing that LSU gave up and the amount of points that they gave up during the middle of the season. Like, I can find you three quarters or three halves of football where LSU didn't look dominant as well. Um, and by the way, it wasn't against three AP top 10 opponents at look, the time. Look, Texas and a- like, oh, they played against five played- AP top 10 teams, blah, 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 blah. Texas A&M is not a bad team, all right? They played against Clemson. They played against Alabama. LSU destroyed destroyed them. I mean, LSU is not a bad team. They did not. And then I believe the fact that Georgia has not given up more than 20 points all season to anybody, and they've played a pretty tough schedule. And then LSU comes out and puts up 37 on them and, frankly, could have put 50 up on them. If they had but, needed see, you're to, trying to make it, you're trying to convince me that LSU is good. LSU is phenomenal. I'm not upset that LSU got the number one seed. They deserve it in a large sense. I thought if Ohio State would have been ranked number one, they would have deserved it. I really. So who do you like? All right, let's instead of uh, arguing SEC versus Big Ten, let's go to Clemson versus uh, Clemson the versus. Difference. O- I'm not arguing versus. You guys always want to do that. That's my point. Is that you're trying to take shots at Ohio State when both teams are phenomenal football teams? Well, we have to rank one better than the other, and I think the committee got it right. But AC, who do you favor in Clemson versus Ohio State? 
I think it's a coin flip. I think Vegas would agree whether they have Clemson by one um, when it opened, I believe. Which yeah, is it's around. A, it's, it's bounced around. Two, it's as high as three for Clemson and uh, as low as a pick at some places as this thing is kind of settled. Yeah, and I would, I would generally agree with that. Um, I think it's going to be a phenomenal football game. I really do. I, I'm interested to see how Clemson defends the run because I think that's what makes Ohio State so – so good and so dominant during the course of this year is that they can close games out with their running attack with J.K. Dobbins. Um, I think that the health of Justin Fields is going to be a huge factor because remember, during this stretch where you want to claim that they're not very good because they played three subpar halves against they are three out of six. He had a sprained MCL. Yeah, three out of six is significant. uh, Okay, you're right. You're such a clown. (laughs) I got to tell you, like... Your, your narrative is so tired, I can't get over that fact. After I get over that fact, briefly, I will tell you that his health makes a huge difference. When he's healthy and when he can convert on third down with his leg, that makes them a vastly uh, better football team. He could not run very well against Wisconsin. I think it was a big reason why they were so slow in the first half because they were having to change what they were doing. They finally got it going from the pocket, which um, uh, helped him out certainly in that second half against Wisconsin. Um, So to me, it really has to do with that knee and how healthy he can get that knee with this long break uh, as we lead into the semifinal game. I can't wait to watch that defense, in particular the secondary, go against Trevor Lawrence and those wide receivers because I think that that would, at this point, as good as that secondary is, I think it's probably one of the more talented ones in the country I, I think Clemson has the edge there with the experience that they have, the athleticism that they have, the height that they have. The big wide receivers from Michigan gave Ohio State problems. The one thing Ohio State does really, really well, and it's because they've got such a, um, an incredible coaching staff with NFL experience, and I think LSU, you could also put into this boat with Joe Brady, is that they make adjustments as well as anybody. So one of the reasons why – you know, you're nitpicking about halves. You could also say that they make great adjustments, in particular at halftime of the Michigan game, in particular at halftime of the Wisconsin game, changed some things up, completely stifled and shut down the opposition that was having a little bit of success in that first half. So you keep pushing those narratives, and I'll just keep analyzing football. Uh, when you look at the first, salty Joel Klatt joining us from New York City, when you look, it was so mad when LSU got the number one overall seed. Which of these Not four college they deserve foot- it. LSU's phenomenal. LSU what? is phenomenal. Joe Brady's taking home the Heisman Trophy. What an incredible year that they've had. Can't say that enough. Which of these hires that was announced over the weekend effectively do you like the most? Mike Norvell to Florida State, Lane Kiffin to Ole Miss, Eli Drinkwitz to Mizzou, or Mike, uh, sorry, Sam Pittman to Arkansas? Do you like one of those the most uh, as they're announced? Well, clearly it's Kiffin. <laughs> How amazing <laughs> is that going to be for college football? I can't, I, listen, I can't wait. I'm a little disappointed. I've had him two straight years now in two different games. And uh, I'm a little disappointed that I won't get to see him, um, you know, for the foreseeable future unless it's some sort of non-conference game. But uh, Kiffin in in Oxford, man, I got to tell you, that is just rich. I I can't wait. I can't wait to see that. I think some of those other hires, to be honest, are are suspect at best. And the, the, the fastest way for your conference overall to take a dip is by not having a really good deep roster of head football coaches. And I think that the 
the middle to bottom tier in the SEC is, is struggling right now when it comes to coaching staff. Um, I think you would probably agree with me on that. That's not a shot. I, I mean, that you can say that across. I think the Pac-12 has been in that boat. I think that the Big 12, one of the reasons you're seeing such good parity is because they have quality football coaches in the middle of their conference, guys like Matt Campbell at Iowa State. Um, obviously, you know, the Big Ten, you've got James Franklin that has provided a lot of depth at the top in the Big Ten. You've got those four or five really good head coaches in the SEC that make the top of that conference so good and so dominant. Um, and in the middle and the bottom tier of that conference. Outstanding I think really stuff, struggling. as always, from Joel Klatt. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.